Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the uh, 1st of July. Uh, I'm recording this in the Gaylord Opryland Resort Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I We're on the... Let me tell you what Warp Tour dates have happened so far. Oh, you're listening to the... Uh, God, this is professional. You're listening to the uh, Vans Warp Tour ex- official podcast 2015 and the Excitable Boy podcast, which is the name of my podcast. My name is Josh. I'm in a band called The Kenneths, and we are on this tour in our band. And then on the days off that we get, I stupidly made the decision of recording this fucking podcast, uh, which means that I have 12 hours till I need to be back on the bus and I get to spend it talking to you lovely people, which I'm very happy about. Um, ah shit, okay, uh, the dates are deleted off the Warp Tour website, let me try and backtrack where we played since the last show, uh, Mesa, which is in Arizona, which was the hottest thing, I couldn't even sing on stage, there's like no, no humidity in the air, and I, I thought I was gonna die, I mean I think I'm gonna die after most gigs out here, cause it's so fucking hot, uh, we did Mesa, we've already done California, we did four, three, four shows in California, we did Oklahoma, we did Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, we did, uh, what was, we did Dallas, we did San Antonio, and I think there was another one in Texas, and then we drove yesterday to Arkansas, and then we drove here, and the reason we're late is because the, uh, two reasons, uh, the hotel was late giving us our keys, and also, um, we hit a deer, and, uh, I have to tell you about our bus driver, our bus driver is called the Sarge, right, this is the guy driving us around America, he's an He's a, a legend, right? And uh, which in in English, if you're listening and you're American, a legend is a uh, I don't know what you'd call him. He's like a, a absolute dude, right? His name's a Sarge. He was in the Marine Corps, and uh, we hit a deer last night. I got off the bus and uh, was like, "What happened?" And he just took a drag of a cigarette and was completely calm after we'd nearly crashed and just went, "We hit a fucking deer." <laughs> And uh, he uh, he's uh, he's a pretty uh, strict guy to be on the bus with. There's a lot of uh, of bus rules that we're not allowed to break. Some of which I completely agree with, like uh, keeping the bus clean. And uh, you're not allowed to to go number two on a bus, which kind of blows my mind. Like there's a hundred dollar fine if you take a shit on the tour bus, which is very very strange to me because I I'm surprised that that te- that technology doesn't exist yet. You know, and I have IBS, so I need to use the bathroom a lot. Sorry if you don't know me, uh, but that's just the truth. I need to shit a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I don't understand how there's no technology 
that means that you can take a crap on a bus because like we landed mankind landed a man on the moon what 60 years ago so we took a they could shit on the spaceship (laughs) you could literally go into space and land on the moon and then come back and you're still a normal human being that's how good technology was 50 years ago but you still can't take a shit on a bus so um i've been (laughs) holding so that's one of his one of the bus rules um He's come up. He's told me some pretty amazing stories. The Sarge, who he calls me Chief, right? Because we call he calls me Chief because I have a mohawk, and um, my name is now the Chief officially, which is mildly racist, but I know it comes from an affectionate place, uh, so I'm not holding it against him. And also, he was in the Marines, so I'm not going to fuck with him. Um, he told me a story the other day. He goes, "Oh, you're from where? Are you guys from? Y'all Australian?" I was like, no, we're English. He goes, I got to tell you a story. I was driving this British band. And by the way, I have I feel like I've really sort of picked up the accent because uh, I've been hanging out with him so much. And I, I've been hanging out with him because I can't sleep on the bus. So I tend to just sit at the front with him because uh, lots of people find sleeping on a tour bus easy because they find the, the like rocking motion relaxing. But I find it scary. Like if I was just at home in my bed and... <laughs> And it was going 70 miles an hour down a fucking freeway. I, I would not be able to sleep. And this is absolutely no different to that. I'm just, we're just, I'm just hurtling down the motorway at 70 miles an hour, having to pretend that I'm not there and trying to sleep. It's insane. I just can't sleep on the bus. So I'm, I'm deteriorating pretty quickly. And anyway, he told me this story the other day. He goes, I was driving this British band and uh, they had this lead singer, Chatella. She was something beautiful, right? <laughs> and, uh, and then he went, one night I'm up driving the bus, the door's closed at the front, and I, I hear the door open, I know someone's come in sitting with me, I think it's someone who just wants a cigarette, I look over, it's the singer of the band, and she ain't wearing nothing but her panties. <laughs> she was naked as the day God made her, just wearing her panties. I look over, and I think I'm hallucinating, <laughs> and then I realize that she's butt naked except for her panties in front of me. And I looked over and I said, you got to do one of two things, old lady. You either got to go back there and stay there, or you got to put some damn clothes on. Um, and, uh, and, and then and she asked, she said, but why? This is what we do in England. And he said, well, you ain't in England. You in the United States. And we call that indecent exposure. So uh, the Sarge is driving us for the next two months. And I, I you know, I trust his driving. I just uh, can't sleep on the bus. It's like, I, it's driving me crazy. Um, anyway, so uh, so what a show. What a great show. What a show do we have for you this week. I interviewed uh, Boy Meets World. I interviewed uh, Knuckle Puck. And uh, I interviewed Paris, uh, or uh, Lynn from the band Paris. Um, and uh, those are all coming up in a minute. And uh, what else did I want to tell you about? Gay marriage got uh, legalized this week, which is uh, pretty good. Pretty damn good. Congratulations to all the gay people. You are now allowed to get married. Which is, it's insane that marriage wasn't legal. Gay marriage wasn't legal up to this point in the year 2015. So congratulations, America. Uh, It's a massive step forwards. And marriage is not something that's exclusive to straight people. Gay people also have the right to get married and slowly learn to hate their spouse. (laughs) So, you know, uh, congratulations. Uh, 
I mean, why would you want to get married anyway, even if you were straight? Jesus Christ. What a weird commitment. You're just staring at the same fucking face till the day you die. Ugh. Slowly growing to hate someone. Slowly learning to fart in front of them. You know? Ugh. But, you know, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a people, people should, everyone should have the right to be miserable. So I fully am completely behind it and congratulations. Um, all right, so let's get on with the interviews. I'm going to cut into uh, Boy Meets World now. That's going to be the next interview that you're going to hear, uh, who are the uh, Warp Tour like catering band. It's a pretty amazing story how they got on the tour. So I'm going to stick you right into there now. Then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk to Knuckle Puck who we're sharing a stage with, who are absolutely killing it. And then I'm going to come back from there, and we're going to interview Paris, who are one of the headline bands on the Vans Warped Tour 2015. My name is Josh. I play in a band called the Kenneths. We are from London, and you are listening to the Vans Warped Tour official podcast 2015. And interview. All right. Hello. Uh, I'm sorry about the way that probably just cut from me in my hotel room to me in a... We're in a bathroom, actually. <laughs> Showers are pretty sparse here on the Warp Tour. And yeah. uh, the, if you hear the sound of what sounds like someone trying to open a door for the next couple of minutes, it's because we've pissed someone off who desperately needs a shower. <laughs> but I'm here with Boy Meets World. How's it going, guys? Good, good, good very good. good. Great. And you guys are from Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, we are. I have no idea where that is. Right in the middle of the United States. We're the heart of the United States. It's, even, it's shaped that way. Kind of. Nowhere near the beach, basically. No, no I wish. No. But two very fun words to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay, Boy Meets World, right? Mm-hmm. For TV references. Yeah. Are you Origin- named after... Originally. Yeah. yeah. And then we decided we After Corey and Topanga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been a band? Three years. Actually, three years exactly, pretty much, okay, from this cool. summer, so... All right. Yeah. And what stage are you guys playing on? Ernie Ball stage. Oh, yeah. What time are you on today? 4.10. In the heat. Yeah, they, they originally told us 4.50, and then they moved it to 4.10, so, like... Nice. Hopefully... It'll still be good, though. I also want to talk to you about your Christmas EP. Yeah, which, Christmas album. Christmas was, was, was it covers? An album. All covers? No, it was only there was only one uh, instrumental cover of Oh Holy Night, and the rest were all Christmas originals. And the name of it is "Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animal," which is from the movie Home Alone, which I can quote from start to finish. Yeah, so can this guy from? <laughs> yeah. only the, the first movie two. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do, yeah, oh, that's yeah, what the yeah, third yeah, through yeah. fifth. I think they've yeah. done five okay. now. Keep changing. All right, you okay? Do a line from the film, and I'll finish it. Which one? Either. Huh? Let me think. I gotta get a good one then. From which uh, you wanna do the first? I one? can do either of the first two. I know them the f- back to back. Hmm. Well, we we can go with uh, when Kevin is rummaging rummaging through Buzz's. Uh, Buzz, your girlfriend. <laughs> Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> Little known, little known fact is the director John Hughes didn't want to insult a girl. It's a boy. It's a boy in a wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's see if we can finish this bit. Okay, howdy do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. I'd like a hotel room, please, with an extra large bed, a TV. Oh man, an extra large bed, a TV, and a. No. One of those little refrigerators you can open with a key. There you go. Credit card, <laughs> you, you got it. I don't know all this stuff. God <laughs> dang it. Credit card, you got you it. You got it. Because right. I had no friends when I was a kid. <laughs> all right, so you guys, so, uh, you guys, it's your first time on the tour playing, first, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the idea of this, this podcast is like, I really want to involve the fans that come to Warp Tour with uh, seeing the backstage experience of what it's like being on the tour and also just... Um, 
you can come watch a band on a stage, you can watch them play, but you don't see like the 23 and a half hours around that. Yeah, exactly. So like, how did you guys get on the tour this year? Um, we did Warped Tour. We were one of the catering bands last summer. Um, and explain for, for anyone in England that's listening to this that doesn't know what a catering band is. Yeah, catering band, basically we... We basically followed the tour. Uh, we all put in hours to serve the band's food and help with the catering company, all for no pay. We sold our CDs in the lines to make us gas money into the next venue. Uh, but anyways, they, they tried to push for you to play, so we played four times last summer out of 40 dates. So, yeah, I mean, that's not very many, but, I mean, we did such a good job. They invited us back to... Uh... We just picked a bogey off of <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's all right. You I don't kept know going I... in and out while you were Really? It was dancing, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, so Catering Band last summer, uh, we got invited back to be the barbecue band this year, which means we're actually officially on the tour, which is really awesome. We play but you, but wait, you have to do the barbecue. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Oh, you served me a burger! Yeah! And that's how I thought I knew you! Burgers and beers. Oh, we fuck. do burgers and beers. Yeah. So, how, okay, so how much, how are you getting around from show to show? Uh, we actually, last summer we were in a 12-passenger Chevy uh, van, but we traded that for a shuttle bus. So we're in like a cool little Ford E450 shuttle bus. We have bunk beds that we built in the back. Did you got a shower? No, 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 no. It's not that fancy. But when, I mean, when did you last have a shower? This morning, but it feels like I haven't showered in like three oh, days. Yeah. Someone introduced me to something called Gold Bond earlier. Mmm, powder. N- like a spray. Oh. For anyone in England, right? Uh, it's you, you get a bit sticky out here, right? And yeah, certain yeah, extremities stick. Up to one's person so you end up like throwing baby powder on it right yes, mm-hmm. exactly. and someone showed me something that's called gold bond and it's like a spray got baby powder mm-hmm. and i sprayed it on a certain part of my body that was sticking to another certain part of my body <laughs> and that area my balls have been <laughs> on fire for the last hour oh yeah chafing is a it's a it's a rough life yeah and i, I, I can't pull off shorts either so i'm out here in the desert wearing baby trousers man. Yeah, really? Baby, baby wipes. wipes, get up under there, wipe it down. Baby wipes sounds like a cute name you'd give your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you're on the, which stage you guys on? Ernie Ball. Yep. Okay, and then so you did the catering last year, mm-hmm. and then uh, the founder of the tour, Kevin Lyman, yeah. he, he basically just said, well done, come do the tour this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, we could tell that like, he really liked us because you could tell how hard we worked and everything, and we just kind of talked to him at the end of the summer, and uh, we were just like, hey, we'd love to be back next year, you know, whatever, but then it didn't officially, it wasn't like officially like happening until a couple months later when I emailed Kevin and Julie and them, and uh, yeah, Kevin just said, hey, we'll have you on the, as a barbecue band this year, so. That must have been a great feeling. Oh, yeah, it, we, we had a feeling like we could definitely handle it, you know what I mean, like we definitely proved ourselves last summer, but like. To actually get that confirmation email saying, like, hey, you guys are going to be on the tour next year was, like, awesome. You know? Is it less work this year? Nope. We thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Honestly, we thought it was going to be super, like, cake, but it's not at all. We're I mean, because we're playing every day, you know? It has its perks, though, because, like, the environment that we're working in is a lot more fun. Yeah. It's like when we were doing the catering last year, it was like, you know, you had people telling you to do this and this and this. But even though we have a side job this year, we're kind of our own boss. Like, we, like, get to pick when we go out and get the stuff, and then we kind of work at our own pace, and we get to say hi to people and stuff, and awesome. we make the benefits from it, so. Yeah, we're very, very, very busy this year with playing and Dude, trying to I'm, I'm struggling just to play and do this yeah. podcast. Like, the yeah. idea that you guys, are, how many hours a day do you think you put into the doing barbecue. the food? Yeah. Oh, well, we have to leave. Uh, there's not a barbecue every night, but... but Usually every night there is, um, but we have to leave some point in the day to go to like a Costco or Sam's Club and buy like 
400 burgers and all you know all this beer and stuff so that takes a long time i would say that we're out for like at least we were out two for and a half hours, hours yeah. the other day yeah so we're out spent a lot of coin not to mention one of the more taxing parts of it is that we actually have to haul around the uh, the barbecue grill so we can't bring our trailer so all of our equipment is just taking up room in our little show yeah oh, i mean it's, it's cool though we're, yeah, but it's it's a lot. It's really time consuming. We're all super busy, way busier than I thought it'd be. But busy's good, you know. It's worth it, right? Yeah, exactly. There's this is no great greater way. Kevin Lyman said it to me the other day. There's no bigger way to introduce yourself to America than oh, this no, tour. I don't right? think so. Definitely not. Not for our genre. Yeah, this, yeah. this is a, a good tour to be on to get yourselves out there. Yeah, really good tour to be on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I can cut this bit out because. Uh, but uh, have you got anything you want to plug? Well, just think about how weirded out people are going to feel. When I know. Yeah, we're coming out of the shower. Four of you are coming out of the shower. Um. Yeah, we just. Let's dropped- all leave holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> we just dropped an album. Actually, uh, came out June sixteenth. It's called Become Someone. You okay. can go pick it up on. Uh, well. Nothing right now because iTunes messed up, but it's on Spotify. Uh, it will be on iTunes within the next couple of days, or pick it up here on the Warp Tour. Amazing, Boy Meets World. Uh, wait, three fifths of Boy Meets World. Three fifths. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the yeah, podcast. Thank you, man. Thank Wicked you guys. Take care. Boy Meets World on the Vans Warp Tour official podcast, 2015. And now let's hear from Knuckle Puck. All right. I'm going to try and conduct an interview in the wind, which is kind of a welcome breeze because uh, we're in, where are we? We are in Oklahoma City. And I'm with Kevin from Knuckle Puck. That is correct. How's it going, man? Very well. How are you? Very good. Thanks for being on the Vans Warp Tour official podcast. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, how was your show today? It was good. It yeah. was really hot, but it was really good. So, you know, I better get used to the heat then. I saw the whole thing. So, where, are you, where are you guys from? Chicago. Okay, so it's not as hot there as it is here? Uh, it gets pretty hot in the summers, but I don't think it gets this hot. We have a Chicago show, right? Yes, we do. Are you going to go home? Um, I live like 10 minutes away from the venue, so yeah. Oh, I'm shower- can I come shower at your house? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, showers are very, very hard to find. Oh, yeah. Is, is, I don't even know if there is I just today. found them today, actually. Oh, where are they? I didn't find them, but I saw on the bus call signs, you have to go like past the casino and then right. Just and to then, give the listeners a, a little bit of information as to where we are, how many buses do you think are to our left right now? Um, in this whole lot? Yes. Jesus, I don't 100? know. A hundred? A hundred, I would say a hundred. <laughs> it's no joke. It's a, f- it's a fucking huge operation. Yeah. And uh, the only bus that's like, like in the 70s, bands would have their like names on the side of their mm-hmm. buses. The only one is Riff Rap. Yeah, I've Have you seen that. it? Yeah. It's insane. Peach Panther? Yeah. yeah. I tried to get him on the podcast, but he's not doing press. Really? Yeah. At all? During the tour? Not doing any press for Warp Tour. Even the even this one, an official Warp Tour one. Interesting. But um, So I'm going to go spray paint Kenneth's on the side of this bus. <laughs> cool. Yeah, or just maybe just spray paint Will You Do The Podcast yeah, on the side right. of it. Yeah, That'll give us attention. Um, so Knuckle Puck, right? Yes. Mighty Ducks? Uh, not really. No we, way, we really? Got, we got it from a t-shirt uh, that said Knuckle Puck Crew. And we had a show coming up when our, our drummer saw the shirt, and so he texted all of us and said, Knuckle Puck. And so, it's not like from the movie, but it is kind of. Yeah, really. I thought that it was from, because I thought it was, yeah, Keenan from Keenan. Yeah, Kel. a lot of people think that, but like, that it's like, that we got it directly from the movie, but not exactly. It, so. was sto- it was stolen from someone who stole it from the movie, though. Kind of. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you guys are on the whole tour, right? Yes, we are. How's everything been going so far? It's been going great, man. It's been so much fun. It's been exhausting, but... At the same time, I'm having like so much fun. I'm meeting a lot of new friendly people and seeing a lot of new faces, so it's cool. It's um, one of the things that I want to do on this podcast is kind of go into the information of like 
the stuff that the fans don't get to see. Mm-hmm. So, like, for a knuckle puck fan, how would you run them through? Because they get to see you on stage. Exactly. And I think there's, like, a general misconception that we're partying yeah. the whole time. They're not bad at all. Just run me through, like, a, a day in the life of you arriving at the venue to going to sleep. Um, I wake up, and I usually try to eat something. Um, and then after that... We load all of our gear to the stage. Um, shortly after that, uh, I'll go to production, check out the schedule, wait in the line, <laughs> check the schedule. <laughs> like everyone has, like you know, their iPhones out ready to take a picture of it. And the stage times are different every day. Yes, every day. So you got to be on your toes. Uh, depending on what time, after I know what time we play, depending on how early or late it is in the day, um, I'll just like get ready to play. You know, set up my pedal board. It's not really anything like exciting. It's like it's a lot of routine, which yeah. I like on tour. But um, yeah, it's definitely not partying. <laughs> New. Like later on, you know, after the day is kind of like settling down, I'll like I, hang out with people. But I, can't, I don't know if I want to tell this story, but uh, I did see some pretty debauched stuff on someone's bus last night. Yeah, I got invited. There's this guy. I don't want to. I'm not going to say who he is. Okay. He calls me English. Okay. I'm English, and right. it's impossible to remember everyone's name. Here yeah. Because there's 900 people. Right? Exactly. And I'm just, I was walking to my bus. He's like, hey, English, English. And this guy, like, he's like, you got to check this out. And then uh, took me on his bus, and I witnessed some pretty uh, pretty sexy stuff. Yeah, none, none of that stuff. <laughs> just right in the front of his bus. Yeah, that's definitely not the norm for us. Our, <laughs> our main priority for the day is where are we going to shower, and yeah. how early can I go to bed? Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. Just sweating. Yeah. A lot of sweat. Yeah, I'm like... On a normal tour, I'm like a sweat guy too. Yeah, I sweat a lot, so this isn't like helping my case at all. <laughs> I'm doing terribly today, dude. I have sweated. I think I've drank uh, so Monster Energy, right? Yeah, they have these cans that are just water. Yeah, but they they say Monster Tour water. Yeah, yeah. just so some guy in a boardroom got a promotion when he came up with this right? idea because yeah. he would have been like, hey, what's with all these people drinking bottles of water? Why yeah. do we make them drink Monster? Yeah. Like, well, that's an energy drink. Well, no, we'll put water in it. Yeah. That guy got a blowjob and a promotion. Every day, day, every year of War Tour, I always thought, man, those bands sure like Monster. <laughs> I never thought, I didn't know it was water until like last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. It worked. It worked on me. <laughs> All right, there we go. Kevin, thank you so much for joining no us. Problem. When's the record out? Uh, July 31st. On uh, right. Rise Records, right? Yes, sir. Congratulations. Thank you, man. You're looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Very you have excited. a bug on your face. Do like, I really? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, he's gone. As long as it's not a spider. I'm All good. right, thank you. Can you just say, uh, this is Kevin from Knuckle Puck, and you're listening to the Vans Warp Tour podcast. Yes, sir. This is Kevin from Knuckle Puck, and you're listening to the Vans Warp Tour podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. And welcome back to my hotel room. It got hot, so now I'm just wearing my boxer shorts and my vest. Uh, coming up next, this is Lynn from the band Paris. Um, just to give you a bit of background information, I kind of got bored of talking to musicians about music. <laughs> So, I just wrote a bunch of ridiculously random questions for her to answer, and uh, she smashed it. So, here's Lynn from Paris. Check it out. Okay. All right, hello, and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast slash Vans Warp Tour official podcast 2015. Just to give the listeners a bit of information about where we are. Firstly, I'm with Lynn from Paris. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm hot. Same. Where are you from? We're from the Boston area. Does it get this hot in the summer? It does. It gets pretty hot. Does not get this hot in London? No, it does not. We were just there and we know it's pretty pretty chilly and cool. Nobody warned me. <laughs> I got so much like preparational 
advice from people. I'll make mm -hmm. sure you pack baby wipes. Oh, but no one said you anything know, about the heat. Did nobody they? was okay. like, Josh, it's going to be fucking I'm hot. So sorry. It's not your fault. <laughs> okay, so the idea of this podcast is uh, mm -hmm. that because the fans of Warp Tour are so like integrated in all the bands, they love them so much. I yeah. kind of thought we'd give them like. The idea was it was originally to give like a bit of backstage life to them. For sure. But I figured it would be more fun to just do a complete quick fire round of okay. ridiculously random questions. Let's do it. Okay. Alright. You ready? Yep. Okay. Let's start with top three childhood films. Top three childhood films? Childhood films. Oh, childhood films. The Lion King, Free Willy, and Hercules were my top. Interesting. So you're younger than me. Mine's The Little Mermaid. Oh, Ursula always freaked me out. So. Hey, do you know what's really weird? Is that she was like my first like sexual turn on. What? Isn't that horrific? Oh, I'm so sorry. Had, like a Happy Meal toy of her in the bath. I remember being like four years old and looking at her. Like, she's yes. Like, oh. Oh, he was shit. the big. Okay. You know, she was you wearing like, the like big black leather. All like, right. No, I don't. I just it was just there. They were there. I get it. You I know? Mean, it makes sense. I might cut I've that never bit thought out. about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when was the last time you found a shower? Oh, ooh. well, we have one on our bus, but like a real one That's would so be unfair. like a week ago, probably. I so. found one yesterday, and it was like a prison shower. Uh huh. You know, like oh, with yeah. like six naked guys. Yep. It's horrific. Nice prison showers. Uh, which city should? So my band is also on the tour. Yep. First time I've been to America. Oh crap! Which city? Thank you very much. Which city should I most be looking forward to? Um. Well, on here you can't really see much because we're, we're, we're stuck to the grounds all day. But if you come back and you're just touring, um, I honestly think Boston's pretty cool. Nashville's you're slightly pretty cool. biased, right? Isn't that I am fun? a little bit biased, but uh, San Francisco is really awesome. How come you don't have a Boston accent? Because our parents raised us the right way and taught <laughs> us how to speak properly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but if you go talk to our tour manager, he'll be like, "Yeah, fucking Boston kid." Nah, nah. Awesome. All right. So. Would you rather be chased by a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Ooh. Tough one, right? I was obsessed with horses when I was younger, so I'd say the duck-sized duck horses. I think it would be cute as well. It would be. Yeah, They'd yeah, be yeah. like little toys. Okay. If you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? <sighs> That's tough. Um, probably. Probably. Okay. Okay. One album for the next year. Next year, Days, okay. Yeah. Uh, probably the new Florence of the Machine record. Really? Yeah. No way. Uh, which is called something fan. blue, something big, something how beautiful. How big, how blue, there we how go. beautiful. I think that's it. Uh, would you rather find ten thousand dollars in cash or spend an evening with Bill Murray? Ooh, the cash. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry, I don't know. Okay, would you rather be a Ghostbuster or Indiana Jones? Ghostbuster, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, if you could go into the future, where would you go? I would go... I feel like I'm going to have to talk slowly, because I don't think my accent's going to... Oh, I totally, I totally okay. understand you. Okay. There's some people who are very thick, and you're like, what did you just say? Yes, you're I, very... everyone here seems to think I'm Australian. No, everyone's silly. Um, what was that question again? If you could go anywhere in the future, where would you go? Um, like year or place? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I would go to the, the time period where time machines are invented and then I'd go back into the past because I don't want to see what the future looks like. Well, then you stepped on my next question. Though. Oh. Where would you go back into the past? Probably... Uh-oh. I think the uh, 1800s would be kind of interesting, or I don't know. Would it not like the lack of medical healthcare freak you out? Actually, no, that's that what would stop me, me traveling. That right. would freak me out. And also um, being half black, it would be a nightmare. <laughs> I, they probably wouldn't like me either. Um, <laughs> I would probably say actually probably like the 70s or the 60s would be kind of cool. Okay. Very, well, which music would you? Who'd you go see? I would probably want to go see Jimi Hendrix or something. I don't know. Or the Runaways. Oh wow, good They're choice. They're kind of more like. Or that's late, a left late field 70s, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 80s, but I would okay. love to see that. If you could give uh, any advice to you when you were 15, what would it be? Um, don't say stupid shit on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yep. <laughs> All right, done. Lynn from Paris, thank you very much. Of course. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of the tour. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, of course. All right, take care. Uh, welcome back to the Vans Warped Tour official podcast 2015. You just heard me interview Lynn from Paris. I was going to do the letters uh, next, but. Um, uh, Jake Ducey is one of the uh, Warped Tour artists. Is it Ducey? How do you pronounce your surname? Ducey. Ducey. But it's spelled D- D-U-C-E-Y. D-E- what? D-U-C-E-Y. Okay, you might want to get a little bit closer. Like, cool. yeah. Well, don't You don't need to talk into it, but like... Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we're staying in the same hotel, and uh, I asked you to come do the show, because you're an inspirational talker on the Warped Tour, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm the first uh, inspirational author yeah, and, sp- and speaker on the tour. Yeah. And you're managed by... Kevin. Kevin, like, who yeah. runs the tour. Yeah. And like, I have to be honest with you, like, I'm English, we're not a big... We're not really a society that 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 goes for, like, inspirational talkers or speeches. Yeah. And we kind of, um, you know, we, we're not big on therapy or, or looking inside ourselves, really, in England. Yeah. We kind of still have this mentality of, like just shut up and get on with it you know yeah so like when when you told me what on the first day we met that you were like if you don't mind me being completely honest no that's great when you said that you were an inspirational speaker there was part of me that was like ah what the fuck you know (laughs) but then you told me your story yeah (laughs) and it's fucking inspiring (laughs) (laughs) so it's like it's it really really amazed me and i just i really wanted you to come on the show so thank you so much for like doing this little interview yeah man thanks for having me you know in all honesty too i didn't know how i would totally fit in at warp but it's been amazing i mean like i told you we sold our entire 500 inventory in my first book in four days no way and so you had to order more yeah, I got another eighteen hundred books coming Which in. Which will de- you'll sell out of those if you've already sold five hundred. I'm I'm hoping that we sell out of them. That would be wonderful. I do have my other book too, and you know, like I, like I was saying to you, I also was really nervous. They've never had an author, and there's a music tour, and so coming out, I was unsure. But you know, when I, the more I look and look into really what 
the the clash was really about what Joe Strummer was about, bad religion, the Ramones, what they're saying to them. Punk culture is about being yourself in a world constantly trying to make you something else. They're saying it's about making your own trail. And that's my message. And people connect to that. You know, I'm not a raw, raw guy. I'm like... No, just to give everyone a bit of background information, you are the most relaxed looking and acting <laughs> human being I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty funny. Everyone's so strung out and... Uh, not strong. Everyone's so highly strong and stressed on the tour. Like, you know, everyone's having a great time, but everyone is working. Yeah. And, and the whole concept of this podcast was like, I really wanted fans to see that their favorite bands are working like 19 hour days. Yeah. You know, and you don't really see that. You see them go on stage and give a really good show, but you don't really see the fact that they get there at 6 a.m., they find a good spot for their merch stand, they set up their merch stand. Then if they have time, they go get food. Then they go and do their press for the day. And then they just sit at their tent all day, meeting fans, trying to sell their stuff. Same thing you're doing. In weather that's so hot, you're sweating like a steam room. You never get adjusted to where you are because we're always losing an hour everywhere we go. The parking lots of America. That's all (laughs) I've seen so far. Hey, but what were you saying? Uh, you told me something the other day about what Joe Strummer said. Yeah, he um, said, Joe Strummer said to him, punk culture could do such incredible things if we realize that the world was malleable, that we can change every little thing in the world. Mm. But the problem is, is that we're following this mouse trail. We're following this rat race. When in reality, it's about making our own trail and, and realizing that we can change everything. And he said that's what got him into it, punk culture. When did your trail start then? My trail started when I was 19. I grew up, was a top San Diego basketball recruit in high school. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go to school and a college basketball scholarship, study business because my mom and my dad said I should do it and everyone else says I should do it and I'll be a good old American boy. And as soon as I got there, I wanted to know why we couldn't audit the Federal Reserve in my economics class who prints the American money, caused these big economic recessions that we're seeing uh, ramifications all around the world. But my teacher said, we need to memorize what's in the textbook. And I said, this isn't a place that's conducive for learning. And I had a couple thousand dollars saved. And I was like, what am I doing? Why don't I just backpack for a little while, make my own trail instead of going where this path is leading just because. And in the same way, a lot of people choose to be artists because they don't want to go the traditional route. My backpacking around the world led me to be a writer with the same message. The same message is we can make our own trail. And so what? So you dropped out of university? Dropped out of university, yeah. Got a backpack? Got a backpack. And where'd you go? I started in Guatemala and I ended in Thailand. I thought I was, I did about seven months. And when you just decided to write a book? I decided to write a book for a few reasons. When I traveled around to see how impoverished everyone was in third world countries, that took me back, you know? And so part of me was like, maybe I could write a book and it'll do well. And I can build an orphanage in Guatemala, which we ended up doing. And another reason... Yeah, you used the the profit of your book to build... uh an orphanage in Guatemala, yeah. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 23. That's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, these are all the tie-ins with, with a lot of punk culture. A lot of punk culture, the, the clash, a lot of these bands were about activism and mm. really getting involved. And so that's why Kevin wanted to manage me and bring me out because there are a lot of tie-ins between it. My medium as a book is different. So basically, I decided in the same way that I didn't want to follow the traditional route as a, mu- as a musical artist does, I decided to pick a book up. The other reason I wanted to write it is because 
we're going to be dead way before we think we are, you know, and that was something that was going to make me come alive in the same way a lot of people pick music because it'll make them come alive. So it was just a choice where ultimately I realized it wasn't about the next stamp on my passport. It was about coming back and living my work, my music, bringing bringing what I had within myself into the world. And I I self-published just like an artist independently release it hit number one in travel on Amazon and launched this crazy What's thing. the name of the book? The first book's called Into the Wind, and that's my backpacking book. It went to number one on... Travel on Amazon, self-published. How, how did that happen? Did you have a publicist working it? No, I did my own PR. I uh, knocked on people's doors, like straight up. I filled my car with books like an artist does, like a musical artist does, just like they fill them with albums. And I knocked on people's doors. I went to cafes. No one would come, just like a musical artist. Some days no one's there. And it kept building. I eventually gave this thing called a TED Talk, which is a pretty big uh, platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have that. Everything kind of picked up from there. People picked the story up. They thought it was cool. They thought it was unique. They realized I wasn't a raw, raw, motivational guy in it for the money. I just thought, I think we have too high of a rate of teen suicide. Too many people that don't know how amazing, how incredible they are. They're trapped within their fear. And we think we have to follow this path. And what I've found and been learning while on this tour is that punk culture is actually about not accepting the world as is. Mm. It's about making your own trail. It's about being yourself and saying, this is who I am. That's what Johnny Ramone said. It's about saying, this is who I am, and this is the trail I want to make. And so we found all these cool connects, and that's what the message behind my travel book's about, and that's kind of what has, I guess, launched everything. So so the first book came out when? Three years, two years ago. And then the second book came out? In January. And how how did that do? Really well. That was with major publisher, Penguin Random House. So that was crazy to go from self And what's the, what's the second one about? Second one, I took the stories of people all across culture. Our media does a really good job. There's this uh, quote by Johnny Ramone. He says, don't hate the media, become the media. The media does a really good job of saying, look at all these successful people, these artists and who and who. Look at how great they are. And then we naturally assume I'm not as good as them. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do that. I can't become, live my dream, whatever it is, to be an artist, to be a writer, anything. Um, and so I was like, I don't think these people are genetically bred in factories to be extraordinary human beings that we're not. They probably uh, have a lot of mistakes and they suck just as much as everyone else does and they also have as many great things. So it's this story of taking people that range from Dave Matthews to Brad Pitt to Taylor Swift to Gandhi to Bob Marley. To the Kenneths. To the Kenneths, <laughs> people across the board and finding their failures and their humble beginnings and saying, look at where they are now and look where they came from and here's how they did it. Yeah. So it's a really cool book where we can see ourselves in people and say, I can do that too. Instead of, I'll just sit back my whole life and, and, never, and never do anything because I'm not good enough. Yeah. So it's a, book, it's a book about that. That came out in January. And so cool stories. Like I didn't know Dave Matthews. We, you know, we hear this guy. He's like one of the highest grossing live performers today. And I didn't know he sold 100,000 albums out of the trunk of his car no for way. 10 years before, yeah, wow. before he even got his stuff in stores. So it's a cool, cool book like that. You know, Brad Pitt is this actor today, but he grew up in Missouri and was following the, the traditional path to be a reporter and didn't want to do it in the same way. I was like, this isn't me. He was like, this isn't me. And he took his car and had a couple hundred bucks, drove to LA, didn't know anyone, worked as the El Pollo Loco mascot, which is this crazy fried chicken mascot, to save money for acting school. 
and and took the made his own trail you know so um that's what the new book's about and that's kind of how it all has tied together with with the warp scene wow it's uh it's pretty amazing it's like it's genuine you know it's really um it's nice for me to have an opinion completely changed (laughs) you know what i mean like i've always you know i i do think it's a very english thing and you know to look at that that you know, inspirational speakers, but I've really, I've seen it, like, firsthand, I've seen you going out and, like, working with these kids and stuff, and, like, spreading your, you know, your stories, and, and trying to, like, make a change, and it's, like, it's, it's huge, man, I, I, I really think you're doing a, a wonderful thing. So, Thanks, okay. man, yeah, no, it's cool to come out here, too, because, you know, there, there's a, a lot of negativity as well in the punk culture and so it rubs off on a lot of the kids that you know i met a girl when we were just what was the last gig we were in san antonio her whole arms were covered from cutting herself and her mom bought my book for me in the parents tent i wrote a little note to her i said you're more beautiful smart and capable than you could ever imagine her mom gave the book to her and i didn't never didn't know who the girl was this girl came running up bawling crying to me and was like no one's ever told me i'm beautiful that i'm smart and her mom had been worried thought she was going to take her life Mm. and so i think that us as artists whether our medium is music or whether our media medium is words through books um, we have a really cool opportunity to really make an impact and create change in the world. And that's why I really, I, I quote Joe Strummer a lot. I really like the Ramones. Like they took a, a lot of effort to really say, this is what I think punk culture is about. You know, there's this quote by Joe Strummer. He says uh, something like punk culture is about, uh, is about humanizing people and connecting and making a difference in people's lives again. For all you pussies that think it's about negativity, fuck off. Yeah. That's what he said. And so it's cool to be able to go out and connect and um, show people that they're way more powerful and smart than our culture will ever tell us. Because yeah. if our culture told us that, it wouldn't. We they wouldn't be able to profit the way that they do. Yeah, man, definitely. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was a quick interview. Yeah, uh, but thank you so much for being part of it, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Just uh, as a sign-off, do you want to? Should we just tell everyone how crazy this hotel is? Yeah. Like, there's two thousand eight hundred rooms here. Two, is that how many there are? Yeah. What have you seen since you arrived in this hotel? Uh, well, right before I got my room, I saw a girl on the production in tears because she's been circling the hotel for an hour <laughs> trying to find her room. So I carried her bags for her, and she was losing it. And she was trying to call all the numbers, but all the numbers go straight to automated messages. And Dude, she- it's it, this place is the biggest <laughs> thing I've ever been in in my life. Have you seen the atrium yet? Yeah. Have you been into the middle of the hotel where yeah. there's just this huge? It's like the the pen uh, the pen in Jurassic Park three where they let all the pterodactyls <laughs> fly around. There's this huge room. I saw a pterodactyl here. <laughs> <laughs> it's this place is crazy. I saw a, a Swarovski crystal store. There's a shopping mall here. You know. Yeah. There's like a water park. Yeah. I haven't found any of this stuff yet. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna finish this podcast and then I'm gonna go. Uh, drink whiskey buy crystals and swim <laughs> and somewhere. you're gonna put your crystals inside your whiskey cup pretty much yeah, yeah. So, yeah just pretend it's ice yeah. <laughs> alright man thank you so much for coming on the show my two books are the first book about traveling around the world the self-published books called Into the Wind okay. you can find that no matter where you are in the world on Amazon 
The new book's called The Purpose Principles, and that's, if you're in America, it's in any store. Canada, it's in any store. You can find that online, too. And my name's Jake Ducey, D as in David, U-C-E-Y. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank and, you. And uh, it's out on Random House, the new book, right? Yeah, Penguin Random House. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, man. Uh, I will be seeing you in a car park tomorrow <laughs> at some point. Yeah, you will. Take it easy, bro. All right, thanks. Hey, what's going on, fuckface? Is that maybe some? Um, I've been working on my. Accent. I've been working on my southern accent. Yeah. Sounds I, pretty I, fucking good. Yeah, it sounds right. I mean, but what do I know? How you doing there? Is it like that? Why don't you uh, shut your mouth and eat your fucking steak, boy? <laughs> boy. All right. Cool, man. Hey, that man. Sounds good. Sounds like you're getting embroiled in the culture. Oh boy, boy, so much, so much melted cheese out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought I'd call you and we could do the letters together. That sounds good. Okay, yeah, let's. Right. Well, I want to get this. Calls. I want to get this podcast out of the way, then go to the pool and drink myself a whiskey. Yeah, it's gonna be a bo- find a bored divorcee. What? <laughs> I'm in Tennessee, no. right? I can drink whiskey here. Yeah. Some you bourbon. Can drink whiskey. You can drink whiskey anywhere. I know, you but mean, like bourbon, you know, if Tennessee you go to London, you want you'd get fish and chips, right? Anyway. Brilliant. Right. Anyway. All right. Let's <laughs> let's do the letters. You ready? Okay, uh, every week, (laughs) uh, by the way, Tim, it's nice to hear your voice. Thanks, man. Um, I wish I could say the same about you. Shut up. Every week, you can write into uh, the show any problems, relationship, whatever, sexual work, or if you want me to ask any questions to any of the bands that I'm interviewing on the podcast, EBP. Sexual work? Sexual or work. All right, I thought you said connection is not too good. Sexual work. Um, EBP at excitableboypodcast.co.uk um, Alright, letter one. This one is called Pro Gun. Oh. I've been picking the ones that have been sent in from America. Alright, great. Because I'm in America. Okay. Dear EBP, for the last three months I've been dating this amazing girl from... And then he says the name of the city. She's perfect. Loves the same movies as me. Is 26 and gorgeous. Has an amazing job and owns her own place. She's perfect in every way. Here's the problem. She owns a lot of guns. Her father was a gun nut who filled her with all this stuff about guns and liberties and nonsense. And when he died, he left all his guns to her. She thinks it's her right to own a firearm. I'm American, but my family are totally anti-guns and this is freaking me out. She keeps a loaded gun in her dresser for fuck's sake. What should I do? So that's a, that's a dilemma. Mm. <laughs> but is it really a dilemma? Um, I think it's kind well, of sexy. Well, yeah, I mean, lots of people think it's sexy because it's powerful, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of powerful. It's all, all encompassing power that you Just have. make sure that the sex toys are in a separate drawer to the gun. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to... You don't want to... Trust yeah. me, we've all been there. <laughs> you don't want to sit on a, on a magnum. No. You don't want to sit on a cult. You, you, we've all made yeah, that mistake... Five. You know, where you yeah. reach in and you think you're getting lube and you pull out a loaded handgun? Yeah, yeah. It happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, you got to look, look, look for that. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, what would I do? I, I think you're overreacting. I think she likes guns. Look, look at, look at the situation here, mate. You, you're dating a girl who can protect you. You don't need to do anything. Mm. Mm. 
Like when the house when the house gets burgled, when you wake up in the night yeah. and you hear and you hear a scary noise, you don't know how to work the gun. She does. You stay upstairs and eat a pot noodle. That's pretty, it's pretty. It'll be a pretty emasculating moment. I think. I think you'll be fine. I think let her deal with it. She's like Scarface. Yeah. Does she have one of those big say hello to my little friend big rocket launcher deals? Yeah, that's in. <laughs> that's that's upright in the shower cubicle. But uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just think that it's you know I think it's not part of our existence like as English people, and I think in America it's like it's something that they it's something that's just normal. Like I, I actually bonded over a policeman. Uh, I bonded with a policeman yesterday. He pulled up next to our tour bus and was like, "What band y'all in?" And uh, we were talking to him, and uh, I was like, "Who's your favorite?" I was like, "There's me and two police officers," and I went, "We all have to say our favorite fictional police officer from the movies on three, one, two, three. And we all said John McClane from Die Hard. Nice. And uh, and he showed me his gun. You know, they have machine guns on their like. Uh, so if you're driving and you reach behind you. Yeah. On the roof, there's just a fucking machine gun there. It's it's insa- it's amazing. What, on a police car? Yeah, like on the, on the roof, ra- like inside the roof of a police car. So you can like reach behind you and just grab a, a, a rifle. In case things get real. Yeah, like, man. Really, really real. Yeah. So you know, I'm uh, I'm learning I'm learning about this stuff while I'm here, and uh, I th- I think well, that good. I think that if this guy's dating someone that's pro gun, I just think it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just make sure, like, make sure there's a gun safe or something and then make sure you don't annoy her too much otherwise she, she might in a crime of passion take a shot yeah that's true so basically always keep the house clean keep clean and, and cook and take her on a yeah. date once a week be a good boyfriend yeah. yeah you very slowly become a hostage in the relationship exactly yeah, alright okay no, uh, next question next question uh, bomb shelter dear EBP I've listened to a lot of your podcasts this one's from England I think uh, I've listened to uh, a lot of your podcasts. Hang on a sec. I've listened to a lot of your podcasts uh, from last year and love the show. I also love the consp- how into conspiracy theories you are. Here's my question. I recently bought a house in and then an English city. It has a cellar, which in America is a basement, that I'm seriously considering uh, turning into a bomb shelter. <laughs> Um, if every if everything is fucked and we're heading for another world war, why not kit out a room with some awesome stuff that a bomb shelter would have? What would a, what awesome stuff would a bomb shelter have? It would have water filter pills, <laughs> tinned food. It wouldn't have yeah. anything awesome in it. It would have really depressing no. things in it. Um, well, probably an Xbox. Put an Xbox in there. <laughs> I don't think there'd be enough power. Well, no, I think. I mean. You'd have to go like like bombshell or porn. You'd have to go old school. You'd have magazines. Yeah. You know. You'd have to. <laughs> you'd have to have magazines. Um. Yeah. And you'd have to have porn that dated well. Yeah. Well, they kind of didn't. So not not, not culturally non-specific porn. Yeah. And then um. Oh, it's just a fiction, isn't it? I remember like I was born in the eighties, and. You know, the Cold War was was on them, and we were always under threat of a nuclear attack. And there were these kind of adverts on telly saying, "In the event of a nuclear bomb, get under the stairs." <laughs> and like, yeah, <laughs> fuck, it's not gonna make any fucking difference. Like, <laughs> there's no point in turning your basement or cellar or whatever into uh, into a. Hey, hang on, let me finish it out. I know it probably sounds a little mental, but it's always been a nerdy dream of mine. What do you think? Oh. I've been working and saving now for a few years, and it seems like a cool way to spend the money. 
Well, okay. Well, obviously this guy's single. Um, <laughs> I, say I say do, do it. it. I say do it. I say do it and then invite us over. Yeah. No, put put a, pin, a pinball machine down there. Yeah. 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 Do it. Um, and, and jars. You want jars, don't you? You want jars to pee in. Yeah. Uh, what else? Soundproof. Why? So that why? so that when after the everything melts and then the the sort why? of why? The, no. why we'll, because when the mutant humans come back, they won't be able to hear you because they'll we'll right. be because yeah, no. we'll be highly evolved from the nuclear muta- uh, mutations. Yeah, yeah. The nuclear the nuclear blast isn't. They're not the Nazis, Josh. They're not going to come and respond to sounds and find you. No, but they'd probably want to eat. They'd want to eat you because you're the inferior species. No, the mutated yeah. humans. The mutated humans that would obviously mu- come from uh, the the nuclear f- fallout, like like X Men. Right. Okay. Yeah. Do that. You'll be like an episode of X Men, and you'll be there with your with your pinball machine and your jar of piss. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? I say do it. I'm ending this letter with do it. I think do it. Yeah, I think do it. Okay. It's good. It's a project. You're passionate about it. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. We've all got things that we're passionate about. Some like to play guitar, some yeah. like to sing, some like to dance, some like to build nuclear fallout shelters in the cellar of their recently purchased suburban home. The basement is your canvas, sir. <laughs> all right, well, that's it for the show. Uh, if you like it, um, subscribe on Acast, subscribe on iTunes. Um, thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Please leave us a review because uh, that's how we survive. Uh, go on iTunes, leave us a good review. Yeah. Uh, sorry the show's the show's late but our bus hit a deer so whatever fuck you um, <laughs> I don't know a lot about this but have you told them about the deer yes I have told them about the deer oh no yeah. shit Fine. no it's okay we all survived road, I mean not the deer the deer definitely didn't survive no no it came off worse I'm sure yeah well anyway that's it for the show uh, and uh, join us next week for more nothing and more exclusive interviews from the Vans Warp Tour 2015 sweet, sweet. Uh, alright Tim I love you and I'll uh, t- I, hang on a minute don't hang up I'll, I'll stop Come recording on, yeah. so Tim I miss you I love you I'll see you in about 6-7 weeks yeah I'm, I'm under that anyway it doesn't matter I'll see you I'll see you in a while I'll see you in a while buddy that's it for the show. Uh, oh, shit. Hang on. Wait. Fuck. Wait. I've got to read out the copy. Bollocks. Hang on. Sorry. This is so unprofessional. Hang on one goddamn second. You still there? Yeah. All right. Hang on. Uh, the end. This portion of this week's show is brought to you by Lion Envy Clothing. LionEnvy.com. Uh, with an Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook ID of Lion underscore Envy. Like it or not, Envy is a lifestyle. Brackets Lion. <laughs> A uh, brand that is all about embracing your individuality, being unique, unique, going for what you believe in in life, while keeping things wild and free. Use the code WARPED15 for 15% off on our website. There you go. Uh, go get some clothes, kids. LionEnvy.com. LionEnvy.com. Bye, guys. Lion Envy. Bing bong. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.